Well, hello, hello, and thank you for joining another broadcast of Obstruction to Justice. I'm Ann Moles, and we're going to just talk about, uh, discuss general information and talk about some relevant topics of the day, highlighting politics and economics, communities and businesses. And of course, my favorite, <laughs> businesses. Now, today we uh, had a guest. Hi, Cheyenne. Cheyenne Hubbard. Shout out to you. Thank you for saying hi. <laughs> yeah, hi, Cheyenne. Yeah, we, we had a guest. I'm not quite sure what happened, but we are uh, going to go ahead and just uh, have a, a good time here and talk about some business and some opportunities. Now, I haven't really had a, a chance to highlight ASBNC training and consulting, and that, I tell you, is really a great company, and I'm just going to do that today. Risa Singleton, shout out to you. Good evening. Yeah, we're just going to go ahead and hopefully we'll get a chance to reschedule with the guests that we did have lined up. So I'm not quite sure what happened, but we're going to go ahead because this is what we do. Yeah. Now, <laughs> just as far as news is concerned and what's going on, I don't know how many small businesses are out there uh, online right now. And, you know, businesses that are doing things and are open for business. You know, this has been almost coming up on a year since we've had to shut down everything. And, of course, the, the COVID came into play and, and we've been in quarantine and everything like that. So just um, it's been a little while and just wondering, how are things out there? How's business going? So if you want to give an update and and uh, give us a shout to let us know how business is going with you, that would be great. If there's a topic that you'd like to discuss, go ahead and drop it in the chat. And we'll uh, kind of get something rolling on that as far as a topic, general information, a topic of the day, something that's on your mind, uh, anything highlighting politics. Go ahead and drop it in the in the chat there and we'll discuss it. Economics, communities, and of course, yeah, we want to get some updates on what's going on with businesses out there. So just to kind of give you an overview of what uh, ASBNC Training and Consulting is all about, ASBNC Training and Consulting is a computer and computer application and corporate training company. And what we do, and, hey, Frank Hollins, hey, thank you. Be blessed all evening to y'all. Yeah, good shout out to you uh, too, Frank Hollins. And in providing, we provide, uh, now this is a company that, that I work with very closely and I've been working with this company for the past, oh shoot, we, we've been around for quite a while. But uh, as far as kind of really being out and stepping out on, on what we're doing now, I actually stepped out, I left corporate just to kind of give you an overview of how ASBNC Training and Consulting came to being. Uh, we've had the, the 
project or the business model for a long time and had been working within the business model since, uh, well, since the 90s, I tell you. So we've been, we were planning it and getting it together and everything. And then finally, you know, we, when you're working, one thing that we were talking about earlier as far as business opportunities, and this is something that one of our other guests, shout out to Terrence Seeger, the promotional, remember the guy that has the promotional company, uh, Seeger's promotional products? Well, one thing that he had shared was that, okay, he had had this business for a while and had put it on the back burner but and had been working with it, but it wasn't a good fit for him as far as a good business to pick up and, and roll with it. Well, you know, being in corporate, it kind of, it takes a while uh, that was my background. I worked at corporate. I worked a lot of long hours and uh, very, you know, challenging projects and everything. So it, even though the training part, the training and consulting part was something that I always wanted to do, I just didn't really have the time to kind of use the uh, take up my spare time. I didn't have any spare time. So what I did was I kept it on the back burner. Yeah, pretty much did that. And then from there, uh, it, it came to be to where I'm like, okay, well, if I'm going to do this, this, this is as good a time as any. So we uh, had a building and a turnkey, which is a business term where you actually go to an office and you unlock your door and you walk in your office space and you do business. So we did that, and, you know, but I got it got to kind of thinking you know, as far as the overhead and everything, because we've had other guests share uh, as far as what their overhead expenses were all about. And that's something that you may want to think about. Can your business run at mobile? You know, do you have to have a space where you're paying lots of money for renting a space or, you know, if you have a building, okay, well, is that building, are you able to justify the cost of running that building? as far as utilities and things like that. You know, because we had another guest that was sharing how much their office space was costing some years ago, okay? So, yeah, we were we were kind of looking at that, and it's like, okay, well, do I want to continue on with this office space, or can I think kind of outside the box? And that's kind of what you want to do with your business. You don't really want to just kind of go with the flow. That was a great experience. Don't get me wrong. Something that I wanted to do. I wanted to go and turn the key and I wanted to walk in my own office space. Okay, did that. But then what do you do afterwards? Okay, so what do you do when it comes time? Every, every month, you know, you're paying that, that rent, that leasing, that office space. So I got to thinking, I'm like, well, how what is my business model all about? And so what I decided to do, I start decided to scale down on my office space, get a smaller space, and then just go mobile. And lo and behold, here we are uh, a year into the COVID and everything. And still the business model works in that I don't have a huge overhead when it comes to office space, um, but I do, I still have an office space, okay? And, you know, that's so that you have an address. And of course, if you want to do business, you want to go and do business there. And we have a great training facility at uh, in Independence. So just, just know that. So, you know, we wanted to have provide on-site training. That was part of the business model. 
So what is it that you're wanting your business to do? Do you really need an office space? That's something that you may want to ask yourself when it comes to working in business and when you start your business. So scale down the office space, went as mobile, went mobile because, you know, I can still travel. So I did a lot of traveling. Uh, during that time, traveling and going to, to different cities and, and even contracting. Now, if you want to think about some client opportunities, what you can do is to go and, and get some contracts going. Uh, contracting 1099. Go and, and look to see what opportunities are for 1099 contracting temporary positions and see how well you do, how, how, how much of that that you're doing as a contractor, how much do you like it? Is it something that, um, that you would like to focus on as far as a niche for your business? So we did a lot of that and it, it, it turned out okay. And even still, when you're traveling, then you realize, hey, you don't need a, you know, a lot of overhead or anything. Uh, so we, we, uh, that worked out fine and we still have the office space. So just know that here at ASBNC Training and Consulting, we are in Independence, Missouri, and um, we have a, a facility where we can do on-site training or you can come to the office and actually there's a training, a uh, mobile training facility there where we can actually do your training for you. Now, the question becomes, what is training, you know, and what type of training do you need? right? That, that's always kind of the, the case when it comes to people and says, well, what, what does ASBNC training and consulting do? What do you, what do, you do? We, we do computer and corporate training. So when we say computer, uh, there's different, different things, at computer applications. Um, there's even great classes where you can, if you're not familiar with how to use your computer, then we uh, also customize classes to where you can, you can, you know, learn how to use your computer and the different places that uh, the different features of your computer, computer security. That's another class that we have. So let me just take and uh, go out here and take a look and just kind of show you around a little bit. Uh, now, again, you know, the thing about training is you want to you want to think about what is it that is going to help you in the long run or what is it that you're looking to do to improve your skill, your skill set for the current year. I think that's super important because when you are on, say, for instance, you're working in corporate and you know how you go into the different uh, go into the different uh, meetings for your boss or whatever, and you decide, okay, first of the year, you're going to do certain things within your position, okay? So it's an evaluation for the year. And with that, a lot of these companies, a lot of companies do have opportunities where you can get outside training so that you can meet or exceed a goal within that year. So you're looking to say, say, for instance, you're wanting to improve your a Microsoft Excel skills because there's some some spreadsheets that you're wanting to develop or you're wanting to get more technical into the different macro sets. Well, that right there is something that we can help you with. So uh, our website is www.asbnc.com. 
and you would just go there and you can click on ASBNC Academy. And then there you can scroll down and you'll see there's uh, several, these are our popular classes. These are classes that people just, okay, they're like really wanting these classes and we keep these classes going uh, as far as scheduling is concerned. But if there is a class that you need and you don't see it, then still contact us and we can customize a time and class for you. Uh, there's no class too small or too large for our team. Now, this, um, like what I was sharing with you, the, um, the Microsoft Excel. Now, we have a great business management one, and it's an advanced class. But say, for instance, you already are familiar with Microsoft Excel, but you want to know how to do some VLOOKUPs. You want to know how to uh, do some HLOOKUPs, some functions and macros. Now, the VLOOKUPs and the HLOOKUPs, those functions are real helpful when you're working with big data. Now that's a big deal that's that's out in the data analyst positions and jobs. So say for instance, your team, your, your team, your guys are focusing on needing data analyst uh, type of support. Well, maybe instead of them going outside to look for a data analyst right away, if you do have some skills with Excel, and you have an interest, Power BI, that's another great tool that we use. And we actually have a tutorial out there on the YouTube channel. ASBNC Training and Consulting has its own YouTube channel. Well, that's where you would you would use the VLOOKUP and the HLOOKUPs. That's, that's a feature uh, that would help you look around and, and scrolling in your in your uh, spreadsheet, because when you're working with a lot of data, you're looking at that. Oh, wow, records fifty thousand. Some of them even five hundred thousand records, just depending on how large your uh, data set is. So that's something that we could train you in, and that's what I'm talking about as far as an application. So even if you don't see the application on our boards as far as scheduled then you would still contact us and you could go to the contact us page here. And with that, you can uh, schedule a call back and we'll get back with you. We'll uh, get with you and just do a just quick assessment. So maybe you're not quite sure what you'd like to do. Okay. You know that on your job, there's a, um, a job upgrade that you'd like to propose or there's a job out there that you'd like to apply for but you're not sure if your skill set is really really there yet well pull that job announcement go down the list and see is there an application that you're needing to brush up on or learn and if there is that's definitely something that we can help you with you would just come out here to our website click schedule a call back or uh, click on, uh, you know, just schedule a call back or just call us at 816-427-2699. And from there, we'll work with you to determine, okay, well, what is it that you're really needing for this particular job? And based on the announcement, how, what can we do to help you get to that next level? of being successful at being applying for that job.
And definitely don't worry about a job announcement. Here's the thing. When you're working and then you see a job that you'd like to apply for, and maybe your skill set isn't there yet, okay, well, don't worry about that. Get your skill set to that point, okay? Don't panic and don't get discouraged, right? Those are two things that, well, first thing that comes to mind, oh, I don't know if I have the skills to make it. I'd like to have the job. Well, the thing is, is that continue on and do the investigating and see what it will take and then take the class. Take a class because here's the thing. Sometimes we think well, that we'd really like a position, but once we get the position, it's like, ah, eh, that's not quite what I was looking for. But with skills, they're still marketable. You'll be able to take your skills anywhere. Microsoft Excel is a plus across any company. Any company that you go to, there will be a skill set that will require Mar uh, Microsoft Excel. So, and on every level, maybe you're not at the advanced, but you, you want, like to get there. Okay, well, there's beginning cor courses. We can customize the course for you, the class for you. And that's what's exciting about our team is that uh, we don't look at, there's no, no, uh, no class too small, no class too large we will get that uh, get that class customized for you. So you can just schedule a call back and we'll get you there. We'll contact you and do an assessment, which it, it doesn't cost anything. So you'll we'll get a chance to talk probably to myself or there may be another representative or two that you'll uh, get a chance to chat with. But we can definitely do a free consultation for you. Now, besides the training courses. Now, database database management is another great class that helps to helps you learn Microsoft Access and actually learn about databases. And maybe you're a small company and, you know, there are still, there are a lot of, um, there's a lot of uh, applications that are online, but maybe you want to keep something uh, on site, not so much as online or in a cloud, but maybe something on site and you'd like to build something as far as customer uh, database or build build a client, uh, client database, client customer employee support, or just a database for your company. Maybe you're a small company, a medium-sized company. Maybe your team would be able to use a database to sort of coordinate different projects that they're that you're working on well microsoft access is a great tool and we actually train on that as well and that's a pretty popular class pretty popular uh, so that would be a class where you know same situation if you're not quite sure maybe you do have database questions Maybe you have a question about the business process itself, the business model. Just contact us and we'll walk through, well, do you really need an access database? Uh, maybe an Excel spreadsheet would be enough. And then we may be able to suggest some tools, some other tools that may be better just based on how you would want to grow that particular business model. So that's a great class too. Now, uh, the, the career management, 
I want to click on this. Now, this is coming up here in May. We just set this aside to come up in May so that we can get uh, the word out to let people know that we're going to have this career management. It's career management one. Career management is a class where it will give you an opportunity to decide where you'd like to take your career. Now, that may seem just kind of elementary and fundamental, but it really isn't because here you get to walk through the different processes of doing an analysis of am I, do I really want a career? What type of career do I want? Where would I like to continue and grow in my career? Resume development. Now, guys, look, I, I know people say, hey, I already have a resume. And you may, but what's the current style of resume that is helpful to you? There's a, there's a resume now that will, and let's just say resumes, you want to, used to be just the front one page, okay, one page and that's it. That's what they were saying. Well, even the, the idea of resume has changed a bit because those resumes are scanned into a system and then your name and information is sort of parsed out. So when that particular company is looking for that skill set, then they may already have someone that has that skill set in their database. Or when they do a job announcement, they'll scan in the resumes and then the computer picks up, okay, well, this is a likely candidate. This is a good candidate. This candidate, you know, may, may be a good match or a good fit. And you see that even when you're responding to a lot of the jobs that are out there on the job boards like Indeed or, or whichever ones that you'd like to use. But we work with you to get you a great resume, a really good resume that you're happy with. And then we get a chance to work with you to, to, um, to decide what, what is it that you'd like to do. We even have a piece in there if you're wanting to make, make a detour towards opening a business. So, you know, a lot of times people are so stuck in jobs that they really are not happy with. And they have this goal dream of, okay, I really want to be a business owner. Well, that's career management too, where we actually focus on business and, and developing a business plan, which if we knew that you would be interested in that, that we could still schedule something for you to get you going with that particular class where you would be able to do a business plan and move forward down the business plan model of where your career would go. Well, in the career management one, you learn to develop a, a winning resume, learn where to apply for ideal job positions. And there's a process, there is a system that is successful, okay, to where you want to not just get one resume out or two resumes, but there's a system that we share with you and help you get to the point to where you're getting the interviews. And oh, by the way, when it comes to interviews, we also work with you in how to interview. So you get a chance to bounce off of someone 
and and get some great information about how to interview and then practice. So when you get in that in that interview, you will say, okay, I have it. I know what to say. I'm, I'm comfortable with the questions and I have a great answer for that question because there's even a science to that as far as whether or not they would want to call a person back for the second or third interview and then, of course, making an offer. So there is a system in that that we share. Now, this Career Management One class, it is uh, May the 8th. It'll start May the 8th, and that's part one, and it's 10 to 2. And then part two would be the next Saturday. Now, these are Saturday classes. Uh, uh, May the 15th. Okay, that would be part two. Uh, it's, but keep in mind that, you know, there's still, if there's a, another, um, you, you can customize your, your time. Now, this is where we really, we really um, give some time to it. And we push this information out so that people are aware. And class, it gets, it gets pretty full. But it still is enough to where there you get a chance to have um, more interaction with different people. We pair people up and it's just a lot of fun. It's really a good class. So I wouldn't worry about, um, you know, the the number of people that's in it. But just know that we, we uh, work through it and you, you have a lot of fun. That's the career management one class. Oh, my goodness. I think. I think that we have a guest that has been able to come on. Okay, that's fine. Let me just bring her in. Hold on, guys. Hold on. What a great surprise. Okay. Hold on. Apologize. Dr. Karma, you're live. You're live. <laughs> I'm so sorry I'm late. No, I am so glad that you made it. You know, we were just sharing, just sharing a little bit already, but as far as ASBNC training and consulting, but you know, this right here, we have scheduled this time to talk to this great lady who is the director, the executive director of the Black Archives of Mid-America in Kansas City. Welcome, Dr. Karma. Thank you, Ann. It's Car Carmeletta Williams, but we call her, she calls herself Dr. Karma. And it, I just think it's just so, so cute, so sweet. I have, I'm so glad that you were able to join us today. Now, Dr. Karma, we we just want you to, to share with us mm -hmm. what's going on with the Black Archives of Mid-America. Tell us something about it. And, you know, just a little bit of the history. And I'm just going to jump in with some questions. But easy questions, because I think I have some answers here, too. I'm just excited that you're here. Tell us about the Black Archives of Mid-America. The Black Archives is 46 years old. Uh, it's been, this is the fifth physical place. Our founder, Horace Peterson, started collecting buttons and brochures and storing them in the trunk of his car. Then he had a room at the YMCA on 18th and Vine. We're in the historic 18th and Vine Jazz District. Yes, yes. 
uh, in an absolutely beautiful, beautiful building. So we're growing. We've uh, got a lot of energy there. Um, we have the Women's Basketball Association Hall of Fame. Women's professional basketball started in Kansas City. Really? Founder, Lightning Mitchell, showed up. I didn't know him, showed up in my office and like the Negro Leagues baseball mm -hmm. and others, once the people with money and power take over, then the little folks fall to the side. Oh, boy. Showed yeah. up. And he just wanted those women to be recognized. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Beautiful, beautiful Hall of Fame honoring those women. Uh, we're just finishing up. Um, we have a temporary gallery and we're finishing up an exhibit called Valor about black fighting people from Africa to current times. Oh, uh, my goodness. On this week. Oh, gosh, it's been beautiful. It gave me chills. We also have a fixed exhibition. Uh, in the Young Marion Kaufman Exhibition Hall, and it's with my eyes no longer blind. It comes from a Langston Hughes poem. I look out at the world with my eyes in this dark face, and this is what I see. Uh, and it's a beautiful uh, exhibition about the people who, uh, some of the people who went into building Black Kansas City. Wow. Now, I'm, I'm going to just right here, I'm going to share the... Um, the uh, Black Archives uh, website here okay. while we're so that people can see. Now, this is the Black Archives of Mid-America of Kansas City. <laughs> now, this is the home page that I'm seeing here. And yeah. let me make sure I have a good. Yeah, we have a good, good view here. And so now guys we were talking about black history month and i'm just i'm gonna say it again it doesn't matter what month it is okay this is an opportunity to talk about the legacy and heritage of african americans and where i'm african american year round and i you know I'm, i appreciate the the one month where we get a chance to focus but this uh idea of the Black Archives, what as uh, Dr. Karma had shared, is the vision of Horace Peterson, who is a, and you know, there's some history out there. I didn't pull that history. Here's the history and founder, which you can get that information here at the link where you go out to the blackarchives.org. Okay, and then you'll click on the About tab, and then you'll see the history and founder. And it will share information about Horace Peterson, Horace M. Peterson III. Now, he was a young man doing this, wasn't yeah. he? He started out in, in junior high, which is now middle school. Uh, collecting those things. And he was telling his friends that he was going to open a black museum someday. And they teased him and they made fun of him and he stuck to it and he did it. Yes, he did. Now I was in Kansas city during that time of where, when he actually opened the, um, started the black archives. I'm just going to grab another link here and was very excited for him. You know, very excited that, uh, this young man had decided it had, was successful at at um, 
you know, just doing something. Let's do something. Let's save it. You know, let's save that history. And and he did that. We literally have thousands and thousands of artifacts at the Black Archives. Oh my goodness. Now uh, I'm I'm guilty, you know, as far as being being um busy. I'm trying to find this other link here. As far as being busy and not really getting around to the different museums. Now we, we have the um, Kansas City, the museum, Kansas City Museum of Art or whatever I have done. I've gone there. Mm-hmm. But as far as the Black Archives, guys, it's out there too. Summer's coming up. Summer's coming up. The spring is coming up. And, you know, what do we do? I like going to the zoo. I do. But let's go and check out this really nice um this here it is i think i got it this time mm-hmm. yes this uh this facility this museum mm-hmm. and here we get a chance to see uh, black archives of mid america founder and here's a picture of um of horace peterson and yes he uh, the, the information about how he you know his background and everything and of course we did lose him in 1992 i was uh here then too and was you know very saddened about it Uh, of course you know it's it's just like too soon you know too young too soon and where are we going from here but Mm -hmm. i'm so glad that you picked up and others have picked up to continue on the legacy of the Black Archives. Now, that's a legacy, uh, not just for Mr. Peterson and his family. His dream continued because there were some rough times in that in the years, wasn't there, Dr. Karma? Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. absolutely. And, mm-hmm. and I didn't know Horace Peterson. I had gone to some exhibits that he had at the uh, old fire station number 10, which was the Black Firehouse. And then after um, desegregation, he was able to get it for the archives. So I knew who he was, and and he was this nice guy who had a wonderful uh, museum. But his dream, his legacy, is mm-hmm. it just pounds in that place. And um, I was actually retired from from college teaching, and had gone to China for a year when they asked me to come and and run. And we're like, nah, I like working in my pajamas. And they said, well, just come in and talk to us. Once you step in that building, you feel it. Okay. All that history of black folk. You mm-hmm. you feel those things that Horace wanted us to feel. Those people. Those those vibrations. That history. That that culture. Mm-hmm. And it's there. It's it's an amazing place. I I, I love it, and it's a beautiful building. Mm-hmm. And we're right in the historic 18th and Vine Jazz District. Yes, I saw where it moved. Okay, so I, it moved. So, like you had shared, it was at uh, the old fire station, right? Mm-hmm. So, right. it was at the old fire station, but there was some uh, great opportunity where. It moved to the um, it moved to the 18th and Vine. Yeah, see, here's the old fire station. Yeah, when uh, Congressman Cleaver was mayor of Kansas City, he secured the building. It was the old Parks Department maintenance building. Mm-hmm. So he secured that building for the archives. It took five million dollars to remodel it. 
the Kemper uh, Foundation gave a million, the Kaufman Foundation gave a million, the city put in two and a half million, and private donors put in the rest, and it is absolutely beautiful. That's wonderful. The anything to come to come and look at the exhibits. Yes, yes. Please do. The uh, there's a plan plan a visit. Okay, so there's a plan of visit there link here out here and it's uh, looks like it's open Monday through Friday 10 to 5. There's a Saturday time. So that is that's cool. It's too. been open on Saturdays since uh, COVID. Okay, so these when the restrictions are are lifted, then we'll reopen again on Saturday. We are there on Saturday. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so if you're there on Saturday, give us a call or knock on the door and somebody will probably let you in. But that's oh. not uh, uh, right now we're, we're trying to do COVID adjustments. Okay. Well, then that's good to be safe, you know, definitely. But once COVID does lift, guys, now I know that there are some schools that are coming up on spring break. Yes. So there's a Monday through Friday day of open available somewhere. Uh, you know, Kansas City, Missouri, I think out here in Oak Grove, they're on spring break already, but there's uh, Kansas City, Missouri's coming up on spring break end of the month and other uh, areas where the school districts, I think this is just a great opportunity to to go away and take, take some young people down there and uh, to check out the exhibit and become familiar. Now, we can also donate. Isn't that something that we can do is donate? Yes, we're a nonprofit. So mm -hmm. we okay on the uh, generosity of people to keep us going. You can donate online at www.blackarchives.org. Or if you come in and visit, you can make a direct donation there. Um, but yes, please, please become a friend of the Black Archives and we'll send you a membership card uh, and then you can get free admission to programs that we have. Uh, we have a lot of educational programs there and you can get in free with a membership card. I see that. I see that. So you go out to the support and then you can click on Friends of Black Archives and then uh, there's some information about the different membership levels too. Uh, and it's not expensive at yeah. all. Uh, it for twenty five dollars. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. So that's something that that I would suggest that you know this is um, a legacy for the greater Kansas City, Missouri area, guys, and Mid America. Yes, but this is uh, we have the privilege of having this great organization right in our back door, right in our neighborhood. Uh, our neighborhoods of the Kansas City, Missouri area, the 18th and Vine District here, too. Now, uh, Mr. Alvin Brooks, I see you have a, uh, a picture of him. And the uh, there's a book, Binding Us Together. Is that something that he's working with the Black Archives with? That's, that's his autobiography. I was part of a group that helped him edit it. Uh, and I said, okay, you know, I have a publishing house, like, okay, I won't charge you for this, but you have to launch it at the Black Archives. And he said, that's what I wanted to do anyway. It's an amazing story about his life. He has had so many uh, positions in Kansas City, uh, moved here as a really little boy, 
but they've all been in service to the city. And he talks about that. He gives us insight and stories about uh, being a cop in Kansas City and what that being a black cop in Kansas City, mm-hmm. and what that meant and and ad hoc group against crime and uh, city council and uh, mayor pro tem and school board. So he has done all of those service jobs uh, and and he has a family. He writes about his family. He was married uh, for 63 years before his wife passed. Uh, He now has five daughters. Uh, He has a son that passed early. Uh, But he tells us all those stories and beautiful storytelling uh, method. It's a great book. You can buy it online at the Black Archives. Or if you come in, he was there today signing books. He comes in a couple of days a week and, and signs books for others and and we do have a few signed just general with his name, his autograph. But wonderful, uh, it's an amazing book. Yes, this uh, this man has done great work. Like you like you shared, he's been a, a servant uh, the different positions in the greater Kansas City area. His wife, she uh, she loved children, and she worked with one of the daycares that my youngest she was she helped my youngest and my children during that time too when they were young so she was their teacher (laughs) yes she was their teacher very sweet lady and very humble lady you and this is something else that i love about uh, the team and what what i love about him and the team you know he's he's just worked tirelessly his wife very humble not a you know, some people, when they get to do so much, they think they're so suchy much, which they are. We appreciate them. Right. But she was very humble, very humble lady. I've only known him to be a very humble guy in uh, in working and in, in serving the the uh, communities of greater the greater Kansas City, Missouri area. What a great guy. Yeah. And of course, we get a chance to see you, Dr. Yeah. Karma. <laughs> and your uh, there's a you have some great interviews there too, and that's what these websites are all about, guys. Go out and learn about what these companies are doing, nonprofits, for profits. But yeah, the the people that are out there doing uh, the, doing it are movers and shakers and making some things happen. Um, Dr. Karma, you know, she's she's doing a great work down there. And and, you know, now I, I'm not going to put you on the spot, but I am going to ask you if you you know, we can just work together with the answer on this. But uh, what is uh, do you have a what is a, a one thing, a number one key or one thing that you would suggest in uh, working with a nonprofit the nonprofit success what have you done or what do you see what would you suggest because i'm sure there's some other nonprofits that are listening in or will listen in to the to the broadcast here what's a a key that you could suggest for the success of a nonprofit organization well and that's a great question Uh, and it's so broad you know for me, a nonprofit means that you're in service to other people. Okay. So if you focus your work to serving other people, 
then that'll help you when you try to frame your grant proposals, when you try to decide what you're going to do with your business mm -hmm. uh, or how you want people to perceive it. Uh, because it's a nonprofit, you're going to depend on the largesse of others. Mm -hmm. So uh, serve them. So make sure that that's what you're doing and that it's not about you. Uh, and that's hard because it's hard work uh, and it's yeah. hard work to work at a place where you have to constantly raise money, but you have to remind yourself that it's not about you. It's not about me. It's about serving the people and getting them something uh, mm -hmm. that's important to them and to their lives and to their personal identification. Cool. And that's what I see nonprofits doing. Mm -hmm. Good, good. That, that's a great suggestion. Uh, you know, and you had also mentioned, oh, Frank Holland says, yes, sir. I met Mr. Peterson at Lincoln High School. He was a part-time substitute teacher when I was in my junior year. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very well-known <laughs> guy. Shout out to you, Mr. Hollins. Yeah. So, I mean, and that that's a good point, you know. A lot of times people think when it comes to businesses and even with nonprofits, it's the serving part of the nonprofit that you to to focus on because it's a, a kind of a benevolent, 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 <laughs> yeah, loving, it's, you know, a love and, you know, you're helping the community. So. That's kind of uh, that. That's kind of how I look at when when I work with nonprofits too. It it should be a help, and it should offer it should offer uh, a service, and it should offer something good. And I think the inspiration of history, hands down, uh, beside his great book, his his story, the Bible. Besides that, that's first, right? I believe the history, the great history of uh, Americans uh, on whoever you are, European American to know your history, you know, Asian American, Native American. And yes, as African Americans, we should know our history and be able to embrace it and appreciate it. Now, he, I like I had mentioned, he was a young guy doing this. So young people don't think you're too young to do it. Don't think you're too young to do it. And, you know, even us that, you know, I'm, I'm here and it's like, okay, we're, we're getting older in our careers, but the volunteerism is something that I think is important too, because I think you can volunteer, do some volunteer time down there to help support the uh, black archive. So that's something that, you know, hands down, you know, when you're rolling up your sleeves and you're making some things happen, that is a plus too, for sure. Now, you know, one of the things that's funny about our volunteers is that we do have people come and volunteer and we need them and we appreciate them and we love them, but they get into the archives, which is where we need most help. And they start having like reunions. <laughs> They're going like, Oh, do you remember this? I remember that. And then they get so caught up in what they're looking at and what they're reading. Mm -hmm. It's like, don't forget we're being productive yes uh, because it, it helps them too it helps yeah. them yeah so that and and that's a good point you know when you're rolling up your sleeves and you're getting into the archives it's a learning a learning and a reminiscent type 
uh, experience. You know, you'll see some things and then two, you'll maybe want to share uh, mm -hmm. with other young people. I, I just can't stress enough the importance of young people just know that there is a great heritage in history and we don't have to look too far. It's right here in the greater Kansas City, Missouri area, right, another right here. We don't have to drive to to Omaha or uh, we don't now they have uh, the uh, in. Alabama, they have a, a museum down there, even going to uh, Washington. Partner. We're the Missouri site for that, for the Equal uh, Justice Initiative. Really? We're the Missouri partner for that. So mm -hmm. we're doing that. And also, um, in your appeal to young people, we have a group, uh, they call themselves BACON. It's Black Archives Youth Coalition Network. I call them BACON. Uh, and they meet every Saturday right now. Uh, they're working on learning filmmaking. We got a grant of 400 years of Africans in America. They did the research. Now we're writing script. Uh, Rodney Thompson and Stinson McClendon, who are some famous um, filmmakers, are going to show them how to how to film it, how to edit it, uh, how to reenact, set the reenactments up. So uh, they are excited, and there's a lot going on there uh, because. Just like you said, there are opportunities for young people right here in your backyard. And we have a black archives. We have kids that belong to that from Piper to Liberty to uh, Ray Peck and Lee Summit, just all over this area. They just have to be uh, high school or college students. Wow. And get together every Saturday and, and work and, and learn and create. See? Now, how when uh, when these opportunities come about, do you guys post them uh, announcements, uh, Facebook? We put them on our Facebook and on our website. OK, OK. What so, I think is cute is that cute is that the young folks, everybody decided that because uh, uh, there's 62 kids that belong to Bacon now. Mm -hmm. So in order to get in, you have to apply and you have to do an interview. I said, why are you doing interviews? Are you, you know, cutting people? They're like, no, nah, everybody gets in. But we just want them to know that this is a service. Group. Yes. That this is not social. We're not coming here to party. They were actually doing things. Uh -huh. uh, and it just keeps growing. It's a wonderful opportunity and a great group of kids from all over, all over the Okay, so here's the Facebook page, guys, to the Black Archives of Mid-America. So uh, it's out here, and it looks like there's some great photos uh, about the, with, you know, the, um, the uh, building information, the contact information is out there. Mm -hmm. It's bacon. Mm -hmm. we're, we're actually doing an oversight. I don't know what all is still left there. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it's it there's some some information out here. Now uh looks like there is um go to the top. To the top. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is this the home page? Um Facebook. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go to um I think it's about uh, I'm trying to push it up. I have a touch. That's okay. That's okay. And and we can we can it, you know 
I think too, just to know Facebook, you have a social media page, you have a website out there uh, as well. Oh yeah, that's Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's, ma'am. This is Facebook. On our website, we have Bacon. There's a Bacon. Okay, there's a Bacon out on on the website. Okay. All right. So we'll get a chance to. Uh, it's out there, and it talks about that. Now, who is Miss Yvonne Starks Wilson? She was a state senator for a long time. She worked in the city, uh, and in the state, and she recently passed. Okay. Uh, she was from the Leeds Dunbar area, and uh, she was a fight, uh, ceaseless fighter for uh, black folks in Kansas City. So when she passed last year, um, the Kathy Persley and other people who were part of the Dunbar group got this park named after her. It's right on, um, right down from Harvesters off of 31st Street, 31st. Okay. But uh, she truly deserves this honor. And it's a beautiful park. I was there Sunday. They did a, a cleanup, uh, and just so many people came to keep that park together to honor her. That's wonderful. So, this is uh, another local, uh, local African American doing big things. And I, I'm not familiar, I didn't know. Um, but uh, you know, I, now we are a member. I'm a member, guys. I did get my membership into the Black Archive, so I'm going to be up on different things about what's going on now. For that donation and what I gave, you know, that right there is enough to say, okay, well, once something goes on, I'm sure they're going to push information out to the members to where, you know, the different events and things that are going on. So. You know, that's that's another reason to donate and, and be a member. I mean, you, you eat that, you eat that $25 yeah. at McDonald's and, and feeding everybody, you know, yeah. and here's and, a, what I'm sorry. No, go ahead. The museum in Alabama that and I told you we had partnered with them on April 10th. We are having a program. Um, what it does what the group does, the Community Remembrance Project of the Equal Justice Initiative is identify where people were victims of racial murder, uh, primarily lynchings. Um, And Levi Harrington was lynched in Kansas City off the West Bluffs. So on April 10th, we're gonna collect a jar of soil from as close to where we can identify his body hung as possible. We'll have a ceremony there. Then we'll have a funeral procession to the Black Archives and put his jar of soil into the exhibit with the others. Uh, they were going to second line out. Uh, this is truly going to be a, a black event, and and we're trying to um, observe so many African-American customs as we do this, as we honor those people who were victims of racial murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the exhibit is beautiful. Um, the funeral home will take the soil from the site uh, in a hearse and bring it to the Black Archives where it, it will be uh, permanently enshrined in the exhibit. So we're honoring those people who were victims as as we let others know that this is a proud heritage. Um, and our people have always worked together. And this, the Equal Justice Initiative and the Community Remembrance Project um, is in every county. 
in this state. And really? We are the Missouri site, so we have that, but they have identified 60 victims of uh, racial murder from emancipation to 1965. And those are the people that we will have enshrined at the Black Archives. From 1965 to the present, that's phase two, and it will be at the um, uh, Bruce R. Watkins Cultural Center. So it's the honor, you know, to our past and to those people whose shoulders we stand on. Mm -hmm. um, we couldn't do any of this. I'm glad you said that. Whose shoulders we stand on. You know, the first question that people would ask, and, you know, not in a bad way, but why should we remember or commemorate someone who died in a horrible way? Well, the answer to that is that that was the norm. Yeah. Black lynchings, that was the the entertainment for years, okay, for years. That was the entertainment. That was that was the the punishment of for what for just being African American, okay? So, which you're talking about racial injustice, that's to the degree of that you can't even explain. Now, why commemorate? Because that person lost their life in a way that so many others did. And now and no one did anything about it. Right. right? So it's like we want to we don't want to forget what we want to do is remember so it doesn't happen again and what in whatever type of lynching, right? Right. Physical lynching, certainly not. But let's talk about economic lynching, right? Uh, social lynching in a way when we're talking about the pocketbook, business opportunity lynching, the oppression. We don't want that. We want that to stop. And here, to commemorate that, we want to make ourselves aware that this did happen. And yes, with the Af black archives we can overcome and by remembering the history and then continue to grow by saying no we don't want this in our communities we can do better we are better we are americans too see so that commemoration i commend you guys on that i want i'm going to stay up on that one too uh, just so because the, still this is where we were talking about and, I, and our time is about up but this is what we were talking about uh, we're we, we put up information about what can we do so that we don't forget right because we go on continue on with our busy lives right mm -hmm. and we aspire to do sure great things and we have to live where we are and take care of our kids and all that but uh we forget until something awful happens like the the murders and you know the police brutality until that happens and then we remember oh yeah we still have to be on the wall watchmen on the wall so that we can have a voice and speak up for each other. And these are opportunities to, to commemorate and strengthen who we are and stay focused and paying attention for the lineage and heritage of our children too, so that they don't forget and they can continue to carry the banner uh, 
and move forward. Mm -hmm. That's what I love about the Black Archives. Uh, history allows for you to move forward, guys. It really does. When you see the different artifacts and when you know the different sacrifices that people have made to overcome adversity without being afraid, mm -hmm. you know, they, they, they weren't, they, they, they were afraid because I know I'm afraid I'm, I'm scared every day, but we're brave enough to get up and keep moving. Dr. Karma, my goodness. Now, how long have you been the executive director at the black archives, ma'am? Two and a half years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So now I hear that you were um, working in another place and then they, they called you in. So where are you from? Well, actually I retired from Johnson County Community College. I had taught there for 28 years. Then I went to China and I taught in China for a year, but my goal was to teach on every continent except for the frozen ones. So I had been truly blessed to be able to teach and several places, several countries in Africa and in China and every place except for Australia. So if you know anybody who wants a teacher in Australia for a while, uh, that, that completes my, my the goal. The land down under. And I'm well, let's be quiet about that. Cause we still want you to, to hang out here for a little while. You're doing some great work here. Uh, yeah, thank you. for sure. And thank you so much for what oh, you do. Yeah. I apologize again for being late. This thing Ivan and I couldn't get it past. The, Don't worry great. about it. Don't worry about it. You know, I would have waited if I had known. I, I'm hope I was hoping, but yeah, that is no problem. We'll get you back. Okay. There's there's so much to talk about. And anytime, anytime you're wanting to share anything you want to uh, to share about what's coming up. Uh, definitely, this is a forum, and we get a chance to, where we get a chance to hear about what's going on with you and your organization there, and the great work that you are doing there. So, yeah, this is a treat for us. Thank you. Thank April you. 10th. April tenth is our next big show. April tenth. April tenth, and it's a Saturday, Saturday afternoon. We're going to be on the bluff at two, and have. Uh, the, fill the jars there and then we're bringing it to the archives. So we'll probably be at the archives by 2 45 or three o'clock on April 10th. So, okay. And, all right. So, and then to watch, watch what's going on. The announcement will be out on Facebook. I'm sure yeah. it's yeah. also on the website as well. Now there's a lot of history buffs out there. I'm sure, you know, yeah. So uh, just uh, just know what's going on and we can definitely go out there and be a support and make that an event to to support um, what's going on so that we don't forget yeah. and we stay focused on what we need to do to to uh, to respect each other. Right. To Let's encourage others to respect it, each other. That's right. That's yeah. right. You're That's right. right on. Right on target. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you so much, Dr. Karma. And uh, just hold on a minute. I'm going to take us out of here and uh, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll uh, be done and then we can chat some more. OK. <laughs> all right. All right. And thank you for joining another broadcast. I'm so glad that she, uh, Dr. Karma with the Black Archives of Mid-America 
was able to join us and just share the link, share the links. And, you know, just uh, if there's anything that you want to chat about, you know, a business that's out there that needs to come on the forum and, and share what's going on, go ahead and do that for us. Don't forget to share the link. The uh, ASBNC training and consulting, definitely contact us if you're needing some special training, you're needing some training consultation, you're not sure where you need to go with your career, go ahead and contact us and we will just give you a free consultation and, and point you in the right direction, huh? most definitely. But uh, definitely take care and we will we'll, uh, see you next time. Justice. 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 Justice now.